up, guys? I'm John Camacho. Thank you so much for watching. Today we are doing some season-long prop bets. Uh, we're going to be looking at uh, the AFC player props, basically season-long yards, things like that. I, I love betting on these. I love having just guys in my corner that I can uh, bet on all year. And because I, you know, rank my uh, my fantasy players by doing the uh, by projecting out their season-long stats, it's actually really easy for me to go and look at the stats and say, hey, I like this, I don't like this. So we're going to talk about it, go through every team in the AFC, and just look at which prop bets I like the most on BovadaSportsbook.com. So that's uh, that's what we're going to be looking at today. It's going to be a long one. Let's get right into it. Uh, I'm, I'm just going A through Z, all right? So first team in the AFC, Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson, over under 3,500 yards I am going under. Looking at my rankings, I have him set to hit uh, 32-74, 17 passing touchdowns, and seven interceptions uh, with another 800 yards on the ground. Uh, Lamar Jackson's a weird one because it's like he has been a a top four fantasy finish just, or excuse me, excuse me, he's been a top three fantasy finish just four times in the past two years. Now, last year's a tough one. You know, you lose basically your entire stable of running backs in the preseason uh your your top target is marquise brown who obviously leaves but beyond that you didn't have a ton of great uh reliability outside of marquise brown and 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 mark andrews mark andrews obviously had a great season we'll talk about him a little bit in in a second but you know i I look at last year as kind of a, a down year for for jackson on a you know on a good team but a very injured team so like i give him a little bit of pause but you look at lamar it's just like Man, 3,500, very, very attainable for a quarterback in in today's NFL. But I don't think that's what the Ravens are going to be. I don't think that's what Lamar is going to be. I have him significantly over. So this is one of those that I look at and I'm like, yeah, I I, I probably would legitimately bet this. All right, because I'm going through every single main bet that I can look at. So so not all of them I'm going to want to bet on. But this one, yeah, I I think I would bet on this. I think I would take the under. Um, I'm a big fan of taking under in season long. I know that's contrary to like what. A lot of people like to do, but I, I just feel like you know there's more elements in the game of football that can work in your favor when you're going when you're betting on the unders than there are when you're betting on the overs. You know, guy, other guys can have uh, better seasons. Yeah, unfortunately, hey, injuries are part of the game. It's a real thing. You never root for injury, regardless of you know money on the line or anything. I, I don't want to you know assume that, but I, I do think it's a it's a real part of uh, of gambling, right? Um, all right, next guy to talk about here, Mark Andrews over. Over under eight and a half touchdowns. I have him. I I have him over projected. To be totally honest, I'm gonna have to go down on this. But just really, really quick, I, I have him for 1,300 yards and 11 touchdowns. Now, part of that is I, I don't believe in Rashad Bateman. Didn't like him coming out. I, I just don't. I don't believe him making that next step. Sue me. It's not. He's not my guy. Not my dude. I wouldn't bet that. I just, I, I wouldn't do it. I don't, you know, like I, I wouldn't bet on Rashad Bateman to have that awesome year two, which I know a lot of people are kind of hoping for. He's just not my guy. So for me, what does that mean? Like, okay, well, the most experienced, consistent, uh, uh, you know, pass catcher on the team is still Mark Andrews. So I look at touchdowns and I'm like, yeah, eight and a half, nine touchdowns, 10 touchdowns. I mean, super, super attainable. I, I go over there, but I probably wouldn't bet that just, just being realistic with like, do you really want to 
to trust. I mean, if I'm betting the under on yards, do I really want to trust Lamar Jackson throwing in the red zone? I I, I don't know if I would. Uh, but if, as far as my projections are, I would. My official stance is over. Um, and then, hey, we talked about Rashad Bateman. Uh, over under is at eight twenty five. And I have him projected out to 835. I have it right on the dot. Um, I don't think I don't think that's a compliment. Like I don't think 825 is a compliment. I, I think I, I just told you how I feel about uh, Rashad Bateman. If you like Rashad Bateman, if you liked him coming out of the class, if you thought he played really well last year, which I'm not like sitting here pretending to be some super you know smart expert who studied every play of uh, Rashad Bateman. Like I, I watched enough games to feel confident in my opinion. That's all it is. Just an opinion. I'm not a big fan of the guy, so I'm not projecting that big, like, huge step up. And also, he's not on our team that just, uh, you know, lends to that. But if you like Rashad Bateman as the number one wide receiver, you think he can get to 1,000 yards? Yeah, bet 825 fairly confident, right? Um, All right, let's move right along to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Obviously, we got to talk Josh Allen first. Over under uh, for passing yards is 4,320. And you know what that number means. That number means people have been betting the over, so it's been juiced up a little bit at 4,320. That is not a normal number that's a number that you know it's probably going to be higher maybe even by the time this is uh, posted um which is fine because i have the under 42 64 is what i have i have 31 touchdowns 11 interceptions i have this team being really good i do i i, I don't i don't see them playing you know, I, I I don't see them having to be pass happy in the fourth quarter. I don't see them having, you know, I could see him sitting out the last five twenty five to ten minutes of the game a lot this year. I, I so that factors in a little bit. It's not a major thing, but it does factor in. And on top of it, like yeah, six twenty five uh, yards on the ground. Like yes, this entire offense does run through him. So like my initial instinct is to say yeah, that that should go over. Not a bet that I would bet on. By the way, like I'm really really close to that line in my projections so like I, I could see that going either way 43 20 again not something I would bet on but I do have him just under at 42 64 uh, for, for the year so like yeah that's a that's a tough one when it's like yeah I'm too close to too close for comfort there uh, Stefan Diggs 1200 yards I have him uh, clocking in just under that at 11 29 I, I, I can't bet to 1200 yards for Stevon Diggs. I, I just can't. That's that's too many yards. Uh, love him. He, he consistently hits those numbers. He's not going to be that guy for me. So I am, I'm going to pass on that one. Uh, moving right along to Gabriel Davis at 850 yards. That is the over-under. I have him projected out at 972, just under 1,000 yards. Gabe Davis is one of those guys that, like, like my projection does not match how high I am on this dude. My projection doesn't match how much like upside I see for this guy. Guy who coming into his third year, really like this is the first year he's legitimately getting a chance to be the number number two. Obviously, they bring in Jamison Crowder to be that slot receiver, but Jamison Crowder was never you know impacting Gabriel Davis. Ultimately, like they're just they're they play the same position, but they're two different types of wide receiver. So I, I'm not worried about that uh, acquisition. You know, James Cook, another guy. That they bring in in the draft who's going to be that pass catching uh, running back because I just I don't think that they loved what they got from uh, Derek Stingley and then obviously uh, the other running back on their roster I'm blanking uh, Zach Moss 
not not another guy that's like you know we've seen him have enough chances this year over the past you know year and a half two years that like I'm good I, I don't I don't believe in him he's certainly I don't think he's going to be there in the third down very often I just I, I'm kind of going off track sorry about that I just saying all that to say like they have new pass catchers but I don't think that really really affects uh, Gabriel Davis and his production so long answer to say yeah I'm all over. I'm hitting the over. I, I'm actually betting on that one. Like that's one I'm highlighting and saying, yeah, at 850, that is just that's too good. Uh, that's too good of a number. That's too great odds, in my personal opinion, uh, that that he can crush that. I think you know if he if he ends the season with a thousand yards, I'm not shocked even uh, one iota. I haven't projected 28 yards under that 1,000 yard mark. Uh, so you know 972. I, I easily, I really do think he can hit it. I, I think he can crush it. I also think you know I've projected for five touchdowns. I could see that going over too. I could see that eight, nine, uh, ten touchdown type of guy, just a dude who who really just you know get, gets a lot of those type of plays. Obviously, maybe I'm I'm over projecting just because the last game I saw him in, he did catch four touchdowns in an incredible game. So I, I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll move right along to the Cincinnati Bengals. So with the Cincinnati Bengals, I am super super like perplexed a little bit. I, I'm I'm very. I'm wishy-washy on this one, to say the least, all right? So so I have four for the Cincinnati Bengals, all right? Let's go right down the list. Joe Burrow is the first. I have him out outperforming his line right now at 4375, so 4,375 yards. I have him outperforming that by about 200 yards. So not incredibly far off, but, I mean, that's... You know, that's a bad game for a quarterback that I have him off on. Uh, all that to say... I would probably bet the over there. I really, I think, I think this is going to be, you know, slowly turning into the Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Taj Boyd show. All right, and and that's a long name, so we might cut out the the last two names there. But the Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase show makes a lot of sense to me as like where this offense is going. Uh, Joe Mixon, who's the next guy I want to talk about, he's somebody who scares me. He's somebody who, from a, a running back lifespan perspective. He's nearing the end. He's a guy sitting at 26 years old, which like so crazy that that is, you know, a line of demarcation for running backs in the NFL. But but it really kind of is right. So so we're getting into the latter stage of his career. As unfortunate as that is to say, it's a fact. Uh, he's gone over 1,100 yards three of the last four years. Uh, remember that 2020 season uh, had some injuries, so so not a great statistical year for him last year, getting just over 1,200 yards, uh, which was a career high, and specifically all the is on the ground, which is what we're talking about here. I do think he'll be a big part of the team. I think he'll be utilized. It just really wouldn't surprise me if 850, 900 yards is, is what he comes in at at the end of the year. Now, I, I say all that to say, I still haven't projected you know, in that 1100 range, I have him just under 1175, which is his line. I, I have him at, at, uh, excuse me, 1075, which is his line. His line is 1075. I have him coming in at, uh, at 1038. So like, yeah, I'm, I'm right in that range. I agree with the line. I think any lower and you almost have to slam the, the over for the, for the average, uh, better. Uh, but I, I really, I look at all of the other factors going in, obviously 
the team dynamic as a whole, I do think is going to shift a little bit. We saw it in the playoffs. Uh, I, I just think I, I know it's Zach Taylor coming from the uh, Sean McVay system. Like running the ball is always going to be a huge element of their offense. But I mean, we saw Sean McVay open it up a little bit more uh, this past year, and I, I really think you know I, I think that's going to be the same case here. Too many weapons in the passing game for them not to be a very pass happy football team. So yeah, and, and obviously the other uh, elements that I already talked about are, are a real fear for me. They, they really, there's no other way to say it. It's a real concern for me, in my opinion. Um, mo- moving right along to uh, the wide receivers. I, I just, I'm just going to talk about Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, the, the top two, the young guns. Uh, Jamar Chase, 1225 is his line, which is, I mean, incredibly ridiculous line to put him at. I have him crushing it. I have him as my number one receiver this year, at least from a uh, a uh, receiving yard standpoint. I have him breaking 1,500 yards this year. I have him absolutely crushing, crushing the competition. I have him just under 1,600 at 1,587. Now, I, I hold the right to, you know, bring this down a little bit. I, I do understand that there is, you know, there's a lot of mouths to feed on that offense. There's going to be situations where he is going to be shut down to f- schematically and Joe, uh, Joe Burrow is going to have to go to other options, and I don't think he has a problem doing that. T. Higgins, Taj Boyd, uh, great supplemental pieces, but man, I, I, again, it's tough for me to say, hey, go bet at 1225. Uh, hey, go go get on Bovada and make that bet. Like, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I, I, have, I have the over. Put a gun to my head, I'm saying over. Um, T. Higgins, just at exactly 1,000 uh, over under yards. I, I, I do have him beating a thousand yards but just barely i have him at 1077 so thousand doesn't make me feel super super confident (coughs) and again if if i'm saying the over on these two you gotta look at joe burrow's toady yards and say yeah okay five like tom brady threw for five thousand yards last year it's not impossible it can happen. We've seen it before. We'll see it again. Uh, I, and, you know, with that extra game, the 4,000-yard mark is kind of becoming a, a line of demarcation a little bit for quarterbacks in the NFL, in my opinion. Like, if you don't hit that, there's there's kind of it's kind of disappointing as far as the season goes. Joe Burrow being just over, you know, uh, 4,300 yards is not like a compliment to him. He is, he is capable of throwing for far more is what I'm saying. So, I, again, the T. Higgins, I want to say over. Now, I will say I have uh, – I said Todd. Boyd earlier. I apologize. I, I have Tyler Boyd uh, at uh, 665. Um, I, again, I don't like that. Like, I like Tyler Boyd. I mean, he's always been a good player. He's a great number two to A.J. Green. And really, when he had the opportunity to step in as the number one, he, he did that to a certain extent. He was on a bad team, uh, didn't get the national notoriety that that uh, maybe he deserved. But, like, this is not a bad player. He is not a number three wide receiver on many other teams. Uh, this just happens to be a team that has really hit the past two years with great wide receiver draft packs draft picks in the first and second round uh with jamar chase and t higgins there so i I do have i I do have uh tyler boy going significantly under what i think his expectation for the season would be um i think he was he was just under a thousand last year i know i've heard them talk on the pivot podcast about them all wanting to hit over a thousand yards i also heard jamar chase talk about wanting the triple crown so like i mean all these guys want to get fed uh i think they're all gonna eat this year it's a it's a tough situation uh to bet on because it's like man 
somebody realistically is going to hit the under. If you put a gun to my head, I would say, yeah, it's going to be Joe Mixon's going to hit his under, and the rest of these guys are are going to are going to be significantly higher than that. Um, let's move right along. Let's move right along to uh, the Cleveland Browns here, and uh, Cleveland Browns. I only have one guy, Nick Chubb. He's the only guy that I could find uh, on there that uh, that that had a line. I think just with everything going on with Deshaun Watson and you know the quarterback situation, you know, yes, he got his uh, his his games, but there's a lot of conjecture about the NFL, you know, or the NFL is appealing. It's not conjecture, but there's conjecture about him uh, and going to ultimately end up with that year suspension. So I think that affects both the receiver props and obviously the Deshaun Watson props, which I mean, it hundred percent should like, that's a, that's a real fear. Um, but you know, Nick Chubb's going to run the ball either way. Line is 1150. Uh, I have him crushing that at 1312. And, you know, just like I said with uh, Joe Mixon, you look at uh, Nick Chubb. He has he has had a th- over 1,000 yards the past four seasons. Excuse me. He has had over 1,000 yards the past three seasons. He was four yards short in 2018, in 2018 his uh, rookie season. Uh, four yards short. That's kind of unfortunate. Crazy they couldn't get him an extra four yards. Regardless, you know, dude who, who played a lot of years at Georgia, we had that big injury in Georgia that which set his career back a little bit. Gonna be twenty seven this year. That's a that's a fear. That's a real legitimate concern. And I'm sorry when you're talking about season long props for quarter for running backs and really, you know, it, it seeps into fantasy and everything like that. You look at the age of running back, you look at the amount of carries he's had. It, it's the reason no one's really high on uh Zeke Elliott, which we'll talk about in the NFC uh, version of this video uh, another day. But you know, I I I, I see eleven fifty, and again, I'm being I, I'm giving you both sides of the coin because I have him crushing that number. I, I, as I said, I, I have him crushing that number at, at just over 1,300 yards. Part of that is the uncertainty with the team, and I think they're going to have to rely on him a little bit more. But it, it's just it's tough for me to bet on a uh, soon-to-be 27-year-old running back in the NFL. It, it really is. That's that's a hard thing to bet on. But, you know, I have him on my fantasy team. I, I like the situation from a fantasy perspective. Obviously, I don't think Nick Chubb was thrilled with what's going on with Deshaun Watson. But from a fantasy perspective, it probably does mean more touches and better numbers kind of thing. Um, but hey, let's move right along to the Denver Broncos. I believe the only other team on this list where we're going to have four players to talk about. And let's face it, the Denver Broncos are, are pretty fun to talk about in another team that is really, really tough for me because I might just be too high on this team in general. Uh, Russell Wilson, his line is set at 4,000. 50 yards, another line that makes me think, mm, that might have gone up from exactly 4,000, uh, so people might be betting the over there. Uh, I have him set it at 42.59. I have him crushing that line. I, I would have absolutely no qualms betting that. I could see him ending up with 45. I, I kind of thought I was being really, really judicious and, and cautious with that line. I thought 42 was kind of the floor. When, when I was setting my rankings and kind of looking at the numbers. I, I really did. But, hey, I could be wrong on that. Um, let's let's lead that back to the wide receivers. Cortland Sutton, let's 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 double dip here. Cortland Sutton sitting at um, 950 and Jerry Judy sitting at 915. I think both of those guys hit their over. I have Cortland Sutton at 1,081, so about a, a 100 yards more, and I have Jerry Judy uh, just sneaking past that over with 979. And, and again, these are these are two wide receivers that like again I think I have them at their floor I think they're both really good players and Jerry Judy health has been a little bit of an issue this past couple of years at least the, the start of his career well I, I should say that for both of them Corlin Sutton and Jerry Judy
Judy both have had injury issues the past couple years, um, not been the most reliable wide receivers, but like health assumed it's hard for me to see these both these guys uh finishing with less than a thousand i feel very good that if i bet both of them one of them is going to hit uh hard to know which one my my gut is Corlin Sutton. i've been a bigger fan of his uh just throughout his his short career than i than i have been jerry judy just as far as a a physical ability i do think the talent's higher with Corlin Sutton. that's why i lean that way but you know i you don't know these things you never know uh who's gonna fit with him if jerry judy is the tyler lockett of uh, of you know <laughs> of a a Russell Wilson yeah it could be a lot more Jerry Judy than it is Cortland Sun but at the same time Cortland Sun could be the DK I don't know um, that's a lot of conjecture there but but a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff man I, I really think this is going to be a very good team and and I feel confident betting the over on all of them last guy I want to talk about Javante Williams um, I am so much less scared of Melvin Gordon than I think most people. Melvin Gordon is really the only thing that's going to stop uh, Javante Williams for hitting his over, which is at 925. I don't know if I mentioned that. I have him at 1233. So I I really don't have a big issue betting the over here. Again, it's another guy that like, yeah, I'm slamming that. I am actively betting that this is a running back that is hitting his prime on a team that should be good with a head coach that I, I know knows how to run the ball because he was offensive coordinator for the Jacksonville Jaguars when that offense was as good as it could be with Blake Bortles behind the uh, behind the center and then obviously a uh, Packers team that ran the ball a lot more than than I think people would uh, you know expect considering Aaron Rodgers was under center but you know they had a good run game they had good pieces I, th- I see Javante Williams fitting into that very very well I-, I see this team you know utilizing the run I just see this team being really good getting a lot of yards and a lot of points and I think Javante Williams is going to be a big piece of that one of my favorite fantasy targets and a guy that yeah i want to bet the over here and if i'm wrong i'm wrong but he's a guy that like i am pounding the table for i i love the dude i do think he is going to be a star this year i think he's going to make a name for himself and i think he is crushing a thousand yards his lines at 925 Go bet the over. Go jo- go jump on Bavada and bet that over. And let's move right along with the Houston Texans. And I'm going to change it up here. I, I've been starting with the quarterback the whole time. Let, let's talk about with a wide receiver in Houston. Uh, Brandon Cooks, man, I, I I think his line is a little disrespectful. At, th- at 950 uh, total receiving yards for the season, I, I just I disagree. with. Uh, this is a guy who has had one, count them, one, season since his rookie season where he was under a thousand yards that's right like I know he's moved around I know this is a guy that like kind of has a weird taste in a lot of people's mouths for just like the way his career has been yeah it's been a weird career started out with uh it started out with New Orleans traded to the Patriots traded to the Rams and then traded for to the uh to the Houston Texans so teams see the value in him but it, it, it is strange there's there's no doubt about it um doesn't matter from a statistical perspective this is a guy who I mean is really the main option for Davis Mills and I mean he he's had more statistical success than DeAndre Hopkins has had in uh, in Arizona now I, I'm not saying DeAndre Hopkins wouldn't have more success if they were, if he was in Houston versus uh, Brandon Cooks I'm not saying that at all I, there's no way to know that but at least from a uh, statistical standpoint we can we can look at what the you, know, you can look at what Houston did is technically an upgrade uh, versus what where you know DeAndre Hopkins is in Arizona and again I don't I don't honestly believe that I think DeAndre Hopkins is ultimately the better player but you look at the numbers, the really simple how many yards did he get numbers, 
why why is this line not at a thousand at the very minimum? I, it just this line doesn't make sense to me. I I will bet the over there. I, I, it does make sense just because it's the Houston Texans and people are scared. I don't care. Uh, let's move right along to Davis Mills. I have him uh, projected in at thirty eight forty, which. I thought was fine. I didn't. I didn't hate that line. I granted, I'm giving him credit to start the full season. I'm giving him credit to be a pretty okay quarterback at 21 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. Like maybe I'm giving him way too much credit. Let me know in the comments. Like, yeah, I could be too high on him. I don't feel like 3,800 yards is like ridiculously high on a guy. But I, maybe I am. And if I am, I am. But the line for Davis Mills is at 34.50. I like that over. I really do. I like that over. Uh, I, I mentioned it earlier. The line of demarcation for a quarterback, I think, in the NFL is 4,000 yards at this point. Didn't used to be. I get that. But, like, really, y- y- you should be passing for 4,000 yards if you're a starting quarterback in the NFL in today's NFL. Um, the There are obviously exceptions to that. I think, you know, we, we know those exceptions, though. I don't think Davis Mills is that exception. Maybe And again, I'm not even expecting 4,000 yards. I know he's going to be on a bad team. I know there's going to be a lot of struggles there. I know this is a second-year guy, you know, out of Stanford, third-round pick. Like, not a lot of people are in love with, uh, with, you know, everything about Davis Mills. I don't care. I think, I mean, 3,500 yards is just incredibly attainable, in my opinion. I'm betting the over there and, and betting on Davis Mills basically to start every game. I think if he starts every game... I mean, what what is that average out to? Not not a whole lot per game. Um, let's move right along to the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, got the three-headed monster here with the Indianapolis Colts. We'll start with Javante Taylor. Line is at 1350. Obviously, this is a guy who led the league in rushing yards last year, uh, led the league in, in fantasy points and all that stuff. Uh, I have Jonathan Taylor having another career year at 1468. I, I would bet the over, but I won't just because I'm not going to bet on, on 1350. I, I have him projected at a ceiling, I think, uh, which, you know, I, I don't. I have no problem doing that. Like, I'm going to project guys based on what I honestly believe. I'm not going to just sit there and, and pick the dead average every single time. Like, I, these are my projections. Fuck them. They, they mean nothing in, in week one of the season. They, they, they absolutely mean nothing. But, like, for now, preseason time, this is, this is rankings time for me. This is projections time. This is my time to shine here. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give – I'm going to say that I really believe he hits the over, but I, I wouldn't bet it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be hopping on Bovada this, uh, for this bet right here. I might be for – Matt Ryan, though, all right? Matt Ryan, 24 and a half touchdowns. Yeah, we're going touchdowns here. Um, I, I have him at 25. I just, I, I honestly, I did that because I thought the line was really close. And, and uh, yeah, I wouldn't, I really wouldn't bet this either. Uh, I do think 25 to 30 touchdowns, very attainable for Matt Ryan. This is like my dark horse Super Bowl team, uh, which, to be fair, it has been my dark horse Super Bowl team for like three years now. Uh, just, I keep getting burned on subpar quarterback play from a Colts team that should be great. Um, it just it really sucks and if Andrew Luck was on this team and healthy man they are just perennial playoff appears uh hopefully Matt Ryan can get them back to that place Michael Pittman Jr. I have projected to have a coming out party literally last year was his coming out party but I have him hitting just over 1200 yards his line is at 1025 uh this is he's the guy I'm betting on this year he's the guy that I like I just I really don't see him coming out of the season without a thousand yards obviously health intact uh so he he's a guy that yeah I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the over he's one of those like highlight that uh circle it hop on Bovada make that bet like he he is 
one of those guys for me. Um, let's let's move right along. We'll go rapid fire here with uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Only got one here. Couldn't find one for uh, Trevor Lawrence. Don't know why. I have him uh, set at thirty-seven ninety, and I think that's a little bit of an insult. I, and I think I'm really just looking that that feels like his floor. I think he could probably do a little bit better than that. I'm, I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna ultimately change that. Actually, let's do that right now. We're live on air. We're gonna change that to him getting. Uh, how do I change it? Well, okay, I'm going to write a note saying that I'm going to change it because I have to do a couple little things in my program to change that, and we'll fix that later. I'm not going to worry about that right now. Uh, Christian Kirk, uh, I have I, I have him hitting just under 800 yards. His line's 800. I, I'm not touching Christian Kirk. Don't bet on Christian Kirk. I don't care how much money they gave. There's a lot of teams where I would look at the money and I'd be like, oh, he's probably going to be really good, actually, if if this team spent that much money. Uh, Jacksonville uh, has spent, what, $1.2 billion? over the past eight years and uh, on, on free agency and it's you know significantly higher than the next team I don't remember the exact numbers I think that's right though uh, yeah Christian Kirk is not a guy I would bet on Jacksonville is not a team that I'm going to look at for season long props certainly not in the over uh, thing but I, I would I would love to revisit that you should check and see if you can find Trevor Lawrence on there I couldn't find it when I was doing my research last night uh, maybe he's on there now but uh, let's move right along Kansas City Chiefs coming in next uh, got two here: Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Uh, Travis Kelsey at one thousand fifty yards. Yeah, crush the over. What do you mean? He's getting a thousand yards. I don't care that he's a tight end. He's gonna get a thousand yards. I think. I, I thought I had him projected at his floor at eleven fifty, and the only reason I did that is because like I hate thirty year olds. Anytime you hit thirty, like I, I'm ready to kick you to the thir- to the curb, and, and you know it just like I, I put him at what I thought was his floor because age regression and just like ultimately thinking like okay, how much does does uh, Hill not being there affect his his touches? Like do, does he start to you know he's been the best tight end in the NFL for it seems like five six years. So like at a certain point you start to wonder. Right. I, 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 I again, I, I think he could he can digress or, or he can, you know, deteriorate a little bit and still hit eleven hundred, twelve hundred yards in this offense. Uh, Juju is a guy that, like, I secretly kind of like. I have him projected, I think, in the average range of outcomes at at eight twenty three. There's not a line on it from what I could find on Bovada, but he's he's definitely a guy that I, I like. He's definitely a guy that I would certainly, certainly think about uh, as an over candidate just because I, I do think like. You know, we could we he 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 showed talent his rookie year. I know it didn't really work out in Pittsburgh down the line. There's a lot of pieces there, but I, I just I could see him fitting into this offense very well. And then uh, of course we got to talk Patrick Mahomes. I have him at uh, forty five ninety, which again is another one of those like. I'm giving the Chiefs credit for not getting his... I'm giving Tyreek Hill his, his flowers almost. Like, I'm saying that Tyreek Hill affects uh, Mahomes in a negative way by saying he only gets 4,500 uh, passing yards. The line is 4,500, though, so I'm not touching it. I, I don't I don't know how anybody could. Um, let's go to Los Angeles Chargers. Um, Justin Herbert is a guy who I'm a, I'm a big fan of. I do think uh, he hits his over of 4,600 passing yards. Would I bet on it? I have him. I have him ranked out at 4,896, so like just under 4,900 yards. Uh, really, I mean, ultimately just under 5,000 yards. Tough to project a guy to go 5,000 yards, but like that's kind of where I am with Justin Herbert. 
I, I just have an insane season uh, in my head for him. I, again, I, I'm going to rank these guys the way I really see it, and I'll give a range of outcomes that I honestly believe are realistic, and I'm going to go on the high side on some guys. I'm going to go on the low side of others. This is the high side projection for uh, for Justin Herbert, and, and it, I honestly, I'm looking at it like, I don't even think it's that crazy. I don't even think it might, I don't really don't even think it's high enough, uh, but the way my program uh, breaks it down, uh, I can't really get it much higher without really breaking it, so... <laughs> Um, we'll, we'll leave it alone for there. Uh, Keenan Allen, uh, his line is a thousand yards. I, I have him crushing that. He, he's going to hit a thousand yards. He hasn't gone under a thousand yards in games where he, or in seasons where he didn't play at least 15 games his entire career. Right. So, you know, I'm looking at it right now, 14 games, the first two years of his career was a uh, thousand yards in, in his, his rookie year, 2013, uh, 700 in his uh, his sophomore year there. Uh, had some injury issues those next two years, 2015, 2016. And then, you know, has been a pro bowler ever since from 2017 to 2021, only coming in under a thousand yards in that 2020 season where he only played 14 games. And he was eight yards under a thousand yards the line's a thousand that again that's just like i i had certain lines here certain props which i i get it i i i well i really don't get it. i i don't get how like this this one just doesn't make sense to me you're the number one on your team he's an established great player uh, i have him I, again i thought i had him at his like average like ranking at 1184 and and you know based on what he's done the past couple of years 1184 is not insane at all it's very very reasonable you know going into year 10 he's just 30 years old that just speaks to you know the 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 value that the uh that the chargers got with this dude but yeah like i'm i'm all in i'm all in on this passing offense i am 100 all in on keenan allen i wish i could have found a uh a line for uh for mike williams who i don't have hitting over a thousand but i do have him having a productive season uh, and and being a a real touchdown uh, monster as well i couldn't find a line for him austin eckler uh 750 rushing yards specifically again not a line i'm going to touch is a smaller guy who has gotten more touches than i think the team even wanted to give him uh specifically on the ground uh just because i think their depth at running back has not been awesome bring in isaiah spiller who's gotten pretty good reviews Uh, apparently joshua kelly last thing i saw is joshua kelly uh their third round pick out of uh one of those california schools i forget off the top of my head uh guy didn't love coming out uh struggled the past two years but apparently he's putting it all together in year three which you know makes a lot of sense I say all that to say Austin Eckler is an incredible fantasy asset. I, I don't know, and I do have him ranked over 750 rushing yards, but like his value through the air is so significant that like I, I have a hard time really thinking he gets over that. Like I, I, I do think he'll get over it. I have a hard time betting that he's going to get over 750 rushing yards. Not, not, and then again, add in the age, add in you know the just the classic running back uh, uh, regression that you see pretty much across the board yeah he's a he's a guy that i'm afraid of certainly um let's move on to my miami dolphins uh got some lines here can't talk running backs because it's a four-headed monster with uh with the running back situation we really don't know what's going on there um Two tongue of Iloa. I want to go touchdowns. Uh, the line is set at 24.5. I think I have him at his, like, uh, honestly, I do. I kind of think I have him at his floor. If he, play, if he plays 17 games 
and this team, this offense is as good as I think it. Well, no, this team is as good as I think it is. I, I think you know, twenty six touchdowns is very, very, very reasonable. I am a, a certified Tua hater, by the way. Like I, I have my my uh, red card in hating Tua. It's it's not a club that I love being in, but they insisted, and you know, I had to join begrudgingly because he's my team. You know, he's my quarterback, but like I, I still have my questions about Tua, and I still think he hits twenty five touchdowns in the season I just I, I I know that's you know complimentary I just think the weapons around him the the way this offense is probably going to be moving the way you know I've seen Kyle Shanahan like to throw the ball in the red zone enough that like I'm not worried about those red zone touches going to the the running back too too much obviously they're going to get theirs um, but yeah uh, that's that's something I love Jalen Waddle I do think hits over a thousand yards again I don't think Tyreek Hill really cuts into that production a whole lot I think Tyreek Hill um, you know gain obviously I think they're going to be a two-headed monster, but I, I do think he hits over a thousand yards. His line is at nine twenty-five. Sorry if I didn't mention that. Uh, I have him projected just over a thousand, taking a slight dip from his uh, rookie season, uh, but still, you know, having another strong season uh, out there. And then Tyree Kill, I have him at eleven hundred. The the line is at a thousand. Again, you know, I, I one hundred percent understand if you look at the Dolphins' wide receivers and you're like. Not, not worth the risk. And, you know, I 100% see the bus factor for both of these guys. And I 100% understand why, like, if if you're just not a Tua guy, which I'm not, why you would sit there and say, yeah, I'm, I'm out on both of these dudes. I, I'm going to move on. I'm going to go somewhere else and, and maybe even bet the under there. I, I'm not even saying that's the worst idea. I do have both of those lines being beat. But, you know, I, I'm also kind of kind of a Dolphins fan, and I'm I'm kind of a fanboy, and I, I'm I might have rose colored glasses with uh, with this team a little bit. So I, I don't know. That's a tough one for me to look at uh, logically and and be honest about. So I, I will you know take a step back from a logic perspective, and we will move on to uh, the uh, the next player in the New England Patriots. I really just have one for New England. Damian Harris comes in at 775 rushing yards with the way the Patriots use the running back with what I think is going to happen with Ramondre Stevenson probably taking uh, the main snaps and just like that how how it kind of breaks down for running backs I, I have the under I, I for the Patriots like I would I would just never bet the over on a running back and I know Dam- I know 775 yards isn't a lot but I have him projected at at a, over 100 yards less than that at 641 and, and I kind of feel good about my rankings there I feel I feel pretty yeah I, I feel solid that like barring injury which you know injury is a huge element of the uh, running game but uh, yeah I think it, I don't know that, that doesn't really scare me I, I don't there's not really there's not a lot of fear with me in this one this is another one that like I, I really do like the under I think Damian Harris is probably being overdrafted in fantasy I, I think Ramondre Stevenson seems like the next name coming out of uh, New England and it's not it's probably not fun being a running back in New England New England because the shelf life is so short, but they also drafted a Pierre Strong. I know this is a team that's going to want to run the ball. I just also think they're a team that's going to want to spread it out. Damian Harris, good player, but like I, I also just honestly think Ramondre Stevens is, is a better player. So, so that's an element of this as well. Uh, let's move right along. Uh, we're going to skip the New New York Jets. Uh, so sorry, Jets fans, I have nothing for the New York Jets. Um, 
I'll touch on them just very, very quickly on like what my lines would have been. I had Zach Wilson having a career year, bone bruise, meniscus issue uh, in the first playoff game. I think is the main reason we don't have any lines for the Jets right now because because when I was doing this research, there still wasn't a lot of uh, known things going on. But Zach Wilson, I had him 4,600 yards. <laughs> How am I on the Jets? I am. Uh, I know that's ridiculous. But again, like the, the, I'm not going for accuracy. I'm going for like I'm, I'm putting my name on the, the guys and teams I think are going to be good. That's kind of what this process is for me uh i'm going for accuracy a little bit but you know all that to say probably would have ended up having the over and wanting to crush the over with a zach wilson um who i i think is going to be a candidate for that next big jump but the injury does scare me obviously elijah moore i think is a shoeing for a thousand yards i again another guy that like i think i have him a little bit as at his floor at just over a thousand yards would have loved to see what that line is another guy that i think the line would have been a little bit lower um Brees hall and michael carter i'm expecting more of a, a 50-50 split than I think fantasy uh, people are. I know Brees Hall is a popular name, and, and again, like I, I, I kind of said the same thing when Jonathan Taylor his rookie year, right? And I, I was ultimately wrong, but like I was sitting there saying like, hey, Marlon Mack exists. Like I'm not, I'm not just gonna completely write off Marlon Mack. Now he got hurt that first game, and and we there's just no way to know how that season was gonna go. But even after Marlon Mack got hurt, Jonathan Taylor was still it seemed like on a pitch count and, and all these things. So like yes, the rookie running back is is a position that I absolutely love to exploit. It's it's something that like you see guys come out year one and, and be very very productive. But it is not no by no means a sure thing. Brees Hall just a guy that like. Yes, I, I really like and I, and I want to get in my keeper leagues and I want to I want to look at, but like I have him just under 800 yards. He's not a guy I'm going to bet on uh, season long. That's just that's just not where I'm at with him. Uh, last guy, maybe you could find a line for. I doubt uh, Garrett Wilson. I, I do have having a pretty solid rookie season at uh, just just over 60 receptions for just under 800 yards. Um, so you know, the solid rookie season. But I doubt you're going to find a line on on a rookie. At least I wasn't able to find a whole lot of lines on rookies. Um, Moving light right along to the Las Vegas Raiders, um, which I now realize is probably out of order because I have them technically ranked as the Oakland Raiders. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, Las Vegas Raiders, uh, Derek Carr, 4,400 yards is the line. I have them at 4,451. Not touching that. Love that line. Feel good about that. I I don't know. I look at the line and say, oh, I'm right on the line, and and look see, and feel very happy about like my projection just because it tells me, hey, I'm not crazy. Uh, Devonte Adams. 1200 yards is the line i have him coming in as my number two wide receiver on the year from a, a reception yards perspective with 1400 receiving yards i i think i think if i, I think saying 1200 is is the floor for what he can do i just i i look at uh this team as a whole i i look at what they spent to get him i, I do think mcdaniels is going to treat him like randy moss and just use him all over the field i do think the Derek carr connection is something that i'm i'm a big believer in i i just think everything is set up for them to have a big season uh you know we we saw it last year a handful of examples of first time uh wide receivers moving to another team and just balling out year one uh and now it seems like teams aren't nearly as scared to make moves for wide receivers as they ever used to be uh with this season seeing some big acquisitions Devonte adams being one of the biggest and yeah i i do think they're gonna come out of the gate you know just absolutely on fire and i i think i think this is gonna be a real conversation all year about Devonte 
Adams as you know one of the top performers in the NFL, and people start talking about him as one of the better, best wide receivers in the NFL. I think that's where we're going to get to. Um, and you know, hey, there's there's 25 top 10 wide receivers, so so I, I don't know. I think I think he's more than capable of, of it, and I think he's more than capable of or more than deserving of being you know among the elite of the elite when a really really good wide receiver era in the NFL in general. But uh, let's move right along to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Najee Harris coming in at uh, 1,100 yards on the line. Uh, Again, I mean, I I do think he's going to be the workhorse. I I think I, I just don't. I don't, I don't really see a scenario where he's he's not. I think this quarterback room is going to be fine, ultimately. I, I'm not, like, deathly afraid of the wide receivers in, in Pittsburgh, and I certainly, like... I would I would look at them to to make bets on even though Deontay Johnson is a guy who I have going under this year, um, which maybe is an insult. I just think there's there's a lot of mouths to feed in that wide receiver room. <coughs> anyway, I, I say all that to say. Over with Najee Harris. Let's move on to Deontay Johnson. 950 yards is the line. And another one where, like, I, I could see a lot of people looking at that and being like, that's an insult. I actually have the under. Um, I, I, I put him at his floor, ultimately. Like, that's that's my only excuse. I put him at absolutely what his floor uh, should be. And ultimately, I'm, I'm really just looking at it. I, I'm probably even a little bit too low on him. But no, I mean, I have him getting about 20% of the receiving yards. I, I feel good about that. Uh, I have the team as a whole thrown for just under 4,000 yards. So yeah, I, I don't... I don't. Yeah, I don't think I'm crazy. I, he's he's a guy who is very good at getting opening in the you know short to intermediate. Uh, very Chris, uh, great route runner. But they have other pieces. George uh, Pickens has been balling. Uh, Shamar or uh, Chase Claypool is not a guy that I've forgotten about, and I know the rest of the world has. But I, I do think he'll be a solid number two. Um, yeah, I, I just I, I don't know. And I think with the run first mentality, uh, maybe uh, Deontay Johnson not being the number one target every single time on second and third downs like he was last year maybe he still is i just i i don't know um you know, I, I'm just not ready. I, and not a line I would bet on ultimately, just because I do see a world where he hits that over. Like I said, I, I pretty much projected him at the at his floor, um, but I, I could I could certainly see that going over. Uh, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Make your own judgments. That's one where it's like I think I might have talked more people into betting the over than the under. Uh, just with old hey, disagree with me. That's fine. You should. Um, all right, last one here. Looking at the Tennessee Titans, uh, another team where I, yeah, I look at certain things here. I'm like, yeah, I, I kind of want to hop on Bavada and, and make a couple bets here uh, because Derrick Henry is sitting at 1350 and I have him at, uh, let me find the Tennessee Titans here, I have him at, at 1300 and I thought I had him at his ceiling. I, I think Derrick Henry's another guy, like, I kind of want to bet the under. We Again, he is a freak athlete. He's a freak athlete. I, I get that. He's a he's a well, not even an athlete. He's just a freak human. Um, but uh, you know, injury last year definitely scares you. This is a guy who like didn't have the craziest burst and explosiveness to begin with, which maybe that's almost a positive. But again, another guy getting into that age range of running backs where you start to worry, you start to expect a decline just because we see it every year. Um, if anybody could break the mold, it is a Derrick Henry. To be honest, just the way they run him, his size, his ability. Yeah, I, I could absolutely see that um I think 1350 I know is a tough one to bet the under on just because you, you know how the Tennessee Titans like to use him um and, and really you know Dante Hilliard uh Hassan Haskins you know Jordan Wilkins like those are your backup running backs so like you're still kind of you're still kind of locked in on a Derrick Henry you know 
95, 95%, what, what, what's his, you know, his, his rushing percentage versus the rest of the team is going to be pretty significant. So I don't know. I, I might've just talked myself back into the over. I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe you don't hop on Bavada for this team either. Um, actually, yes, you do, because I want to, I want to talk about Robert Woods. Uh, his line is at 775. I know he's coming off the ACL injury. I, I, I see Robert Woods as a guy who should get over a thousand. I, again, I have him, uh, projected as four. I, I have this team projected at their floor i thought um but then you know i look at the line and they're believing in in where my floor is basically and i'm gonna sit here and say well you know i'm gonna bet on me being wrong versus like the absolute floor hitting for a team that's been good the past three or four years with a good coach and all these things um but i have robert woods at just under a thousand yards like i said i thought that was his floor this is the only proven wide receiver on this team i know they have trey lumbergs i know they almost have to make that work because they traded aj brown for him I, i'm just i'm not as worried about that as i think you know a lot of people are. Uh, Traylon Burks is going to progress. He's going to he's going to be fine. I don't think he really eats in to a Robert Woods production. Who like yeah, he should be the leader in the the clubhouse. Ryan Tannehill and Robert Woods should have a good rapport. They're both professionals. They both you know I I, I expect that. I do expect a thousand yards from Robert Woods. I think seven seventy five is an insult. Another one where I'm like circling that and saying yeah, I will one hundred percent. 100% bet the over there because I, I really do believe in that over. Um, all right, let's. Uh, last one I have, Ryan Tannehill. I, I'm not going to do yards this time. Let's switch it up. Let's go touchdowns. Uh, they put him at 21.5, uh, so over over under 21.5 touchdowns. I have him at uh, 25 touchdowns and, and actually technically ranked out to 25.48, so I agree with that half almost. Uh, so pretty much four four touchdowns higher than the line. I feel pretty good about that. Uh, I just I don't think this team is going to be as awful as everyone's saying. I don't think, you know, I know Malik Willis had a pretty okay uh, start to first preseason game. As of recording this, I haven't seen the second one, uh, but... It, I, I just I'm not I'm not scared. I, I I know he had three interceptions. I get it. Everyone's down in Ryan Tannehill right now, but like he's still a starting quarterback in the NFL. He's still a veteran starting quarterback in the NFL. Like twenty five touchdowns should be pretty standard for a veteran quarterback in the NFL. 30 is not crazy even, I don't think. Um, again, maybe this offense takes that significant nosedive, but I thought I kind of like locked that into my projections as far as like the possibility of a little bit of a nosedive, but I, I do feel like these lines are, are a little bit on the uh, on the low end of, of the possibility spectrum for the for the Tennessee Titans. And alright, that is it. I got through that a little bit faster than I thought I would. Uh, I guess, I don't know. I talk a lot. I don't, I don't know any other thing else to say let me know in the comments what you thought about uh my my projections let me know uh what you'll be betting on and uh what uh, lines you really like for those season-long props uh, a lot of fun to talk about a lot of fun to uh to uh you know think about so hey let me know hit us up like subscribe all that good stuff we really appreciate it. thank you so much for watching peace